Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 293, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah! a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, mm-hmm. and it is Thursday, mm-hmm. June 29th, 2023. <laughs> you know what that means. It's National Handshake Day. Jack, put her there. <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. Right All right, here. brother. Uh, also, not National Almond Butter Crunch Day, uh, International Day of the Tropics, Waffle Iron Day, National Camera Day. And for all you popsicle lovers, lovers, lovers out lovers. there, National Bomb Pop Day, the wonderful red, white, and blue treat that was developed during the Cold War to remind us that the bomb's just a lick away. Is that right? That's yeah. when it was developed? It I was, was just, like a CIA thing? Like did a little Scorpion research. Song? I think it was just basically, I think Cold War, Just like, it was just like, a, you know, just some more nationalism to tap into. Kansas City, mm. Missouri, 1955. Some re- that, that's the red, white, and blue like rocket pop one. Yeah, it's like that? blue, white, and red, like like kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always called it the rocket pop. I always and I it did always pop. associate it with militarism. As you should. As you How's should. your handshake, Miles? How do how do people uh, greet your? Do they say, "Ah, oh, firm handshake"? There. Or, God damn! They, what the fuck was that, dude? What do you have to prove? Yeah, I'm like a lot. <laughs> uh, my handshake pretty good there was a time hey, nice I remember, to meet you you think you're better than oh, what's up man my Ugh. face says nice to meet you my hand says do Please. you think you're better than me? i'm wearing a brace on my hand from an injury then you shouldn't have extended it for one of my handshakes <laughs> then you shouldn't have come at the king <laughs> my name's jack o'brien aka uh. christmas hams Forearms fit for carving. Donald Trump cannot help but compare. Christmas hams, biceps big as oil drums shelter him and he hasn't a care. 
Big strong arms to carry Donald home. Please. Big strong arms to carry Donald home and so forth. That is courtesy uh, of Axe Hubs on the Discord. His, his obsession with big strong arms continues to be a weird thing about Donald Trump. Did you did you catch the video of him seemingly having an orgasm at a lectern? Oh yeah, like, where yeah. Where he's like yeah. doing the week like. Eh. Uh, uh, but it yeah. just goes on for entirely too long. Right. You can't the have con- a, a firm handshake with handshake. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> handshake. Now we're Christmas coming up with the idea. Handshake. Um, yeah. What I meant to say was handshake with, you know, you can't do it without big, strong arms. Big, strong no. arms to shoulders. carry Donald home. It's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. People don't realize it's not the vice. It's the shoulders where that strength comes from. <laughs> yeah. But that was that was part of a long riff. Well, uh, He was in Oakland. Michigan. No, Oakland to County. To be right? honored as man of the decade and yeah. was giving delivering a speech this past weekend where he was making fun of women. I think it was trans for not athletes. Having, yeah, something. it was like a trans. I think it was actually a transphobic thing, thing that he that's yeah. but everyone was like, I think he's coming. But yeah, it, it like it was about arm strength and he went on for fifteen seconds sounding yeah. like he was coming all over the place. I'm coming. <laughs> Whoa, so, another thing, it. think of pumping iron, too. That yeah. was something Arnold Schwarzenegger would say. It feels like I'm coming. Yes, it feels like I'm coming in the gym. It feels like I'm coming at home. Cool, <laughs> Arnold. Cool, <laughs> right, Arnold. Man. Also, Hamshake might be the the ham, the Hamburglar's uh, answer to the yeah. Grimace shake. We might, oh, we might be facing fuck. that in the not-too-distant future. Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. All the AE kids with their hot dog dicks better run, better run, outrun their buns. All the AE kids with their hot dog dicks better run, better run, faster than their glizzies. Uh, so for context, Lockeroni hit us up in the Discord. American Eagle put up like a picture of like this hot, like 4th of July underwear with like the American flag on it, but where the crotches is like a big cock sleeve, but sh- like... But it's yeah. printed as a hot dog on the outside. Mm-hmm. Had no idea about this. <laughs> Had no idea about I, this, folks. No idea yeah. about this. I would not have. And it's our it. job to know about this stuff. But yeah. thank you, la 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 la, Caroni, uh, for sharing yeah. that with us. Yeah, it's haunting. Yeah, it, oh, and yeah. It, American Eagle, one of the brands that got taken over by private equity at one there point it is. and kind of driven into the ground. But they, you know, a true American comeback story, I guess we can call it. <laughs> Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the very talented writer, stand-up comedian, podcast host of the Bechdel cast, mm-hmm. which just one of the great podcasts out there. Uh, also happens to have a master's degree in film, oh. the most anagrammable name in the English language. Yes. It is Caitlin Durante! Caitlin! Hello, Nine Tit Dracula. Nine Tit Dracula in the building. Here for duty. What's the (laughs) (laughs) reporting for duty? Aye, aye. Oh, did someone call Lauren D. Titanic? It's it's me. I've been thinking so much about you. Did you want um what's my other one? Uh, Latin dancer UTI. UTI, (laughs) Here I am. Here you are. Lauren D. Titanic is yeah. so appropriate, too. Yeah. Oh, I've been thinking you. about you since all the, you know, submarine stuff, you know, and going down to the Titanic. And I'm, I'm glad you were with us within a week of that yes. you know, quasi-tragedy or whatever, whatever we're calling it. 
<laughs> had you been given a scholarship to be on the submersible to go down to the Titanic, like does that sort of thing interest you to like see the Titanic in person? You are notably uh, one of the biggest fans of the film Titanic. That's true. Yes. One of the noted builders of the Titanic Lego set, <laughs> bathtub-sized Titanic Le- Lego set. You're right. All yeah. true. However, but do you want to get down there and like look at the moss-covered remnants? Of not the even a little bit. Okay. Maybe yeah. if it was on dry land, but <laughs> I'm terrified. And and I was terrified of submarines before it was cool to be terrified. Of Why them would happen? A week What's ago. your problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would never go under water deeper than like ten feet uh, in like any pool capacity. Depth. Right. Yeah. 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 Pool depth, even when you get to the bottom of the deep end, it really hurts. It's it cracking. Yeah. 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 And getting back up to the surface, you're not sure if you're going to make it sometimes. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, no. How are you swimming? <laughs> Put a lot very of ankle recklessly. weights on. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm very afraid of deep what, water, so I are you never the, do that. Okay, so are you a... I'm, I'm guessing there's like levels to it, right? Some people are a fan of the entirety of Titanic, right? The mm-hmm. idea, like they romanticize it and some to the point where like the tragedy too has drawn me in that they want to see it. Are you right. a fan of the film, the boat itself, does that have any intrigue? Or it's all really just the film? You're like, I don't give a shit about the real life. It's honestly mostly the film, but because I like the movie so much, it's like other things, uh, boat lore and, you know, Titanic lore lore have like, (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy them just sort of as a byproduct of liking the movie. The same way that I like bears because Paddington is a bear. Right, but right. I mostly just like, but you're not the Paddington movies. Yeah, you're not going to Alaska to fuck around with like some grizzlies or anything. No, no, right. thank you. Just I will not sure. put myself in danger in any way just because I like a movie, a relevant movie. <laughs> but you do hold inside you like the two urges, the two interests that seem to kill people. So <laughs> like that because the the yeah. thing that the Titanic wreck reminded me of was Grizzly Man. It was like, oh, we all like you he you talked to experts ahead of his last expedition where he went and like played with the grizzlies and they were like that, that man is That's going to get idea. killed like the next time he does this probably. Mm-hmm. And uh sure and look enough, what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's, there's there's an article I saw recently about how there's like there's more interest from like wealthy people to do extreme travel. Good. Great. And, like one of the people who like founded like a company that would do stuff in partnership with Ocean Gate uh, was saying like a lot of customers like were interested in quote bragging rights, which makes yeah. so it's like Trump's mindset too with these documents it's just merely to say that you fucking went and did that. Yeah. I also because rich people don't have like real problems. No. They yeah. have to make they, they have, have to, to like yeah. invent stress in their life i think they're like i have no existential threats so i'm gonna get in a janky submarine yeah Yeah. it's like that movie the game if we remember that anyway i think we do i think we do (laughs) caitlin thank you (laughs) it's truly it does seem like there is something about becoming extremely wealthy and just going through a day-to-day life where you are completely avoid like you don't don't encounter consequences even once that mm-hmm. yeah people do some wild shit <laughs> i wonder they're in the thing they're like isn't this cool we could die in here 
Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm on it. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> same. What about Teenagers you? Teenagers over in the corner, like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Christ. I'm just trying to set a Guinness record for doing a Rubik's Cube at the deepest depth. Wasn't that the yeah. thing the kid was trying to do? Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. That 19 year old. Yeah. Had a Rubik's Cube with him and I think was going after some kind of Guinness record for like deepest Rubik's Cube. Well, didn't the record salt. just get broken a few days ago? And it was like 3.13 seconds. Someone solved. A oh, Rubik's someone oh. solved the Rubik's cube. Oh, yeah. that's I, too just, fast. I think he was going for the record for deepest, like, oh. deepest, like, depth to solve a Rubik's cube. Well, that's what I'm doing when I swim into the deep end and the, yeah. the pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm down there for so long because I'm trying to solve a Rubik's cube. <laughs> no air tank. No air tank. <laughs> yeah. Deepest, darkest. My head is like a shark fin. Deepest, bluest. Yeah. Deepest, bluest. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Remember when remember when those soundtracks had those titular tracks from like the talent on that the soundtrack where it's like, I'm not gonna make a song about sharks ever, but I'm LL Cool J and I'm in this shark movie, and guess what? Guess get what's a, happening? Get a fee to get on this soundtrack. <laughs> We're gonna cut to credits and you're gonna hear me rap the plot of the song. Mm-hmm. Was Your he in like a shark's, or or shark's rap tale the plot of the movie. Or no, whatever? Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Deepest oh. bluest. Yeah. My hat. I, okay, now it's, like it's making sense. <laughs> I was like, there's only one shark movie, right? And it's a shark's tail. <laughs> but that was Will Smith. And he is most, you know, probably the most notable example of somebody who does movie plot rap songs. He oh, really yeah. does do that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Caitlin, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell... Our listeners, a couple of things that we're talking about. Trump's counterattack on a couple stories are coming into focus, kind of. He had an interview with ABC where he was like, I was just showing, I was bluffing, I was just kidding on that tape. That tape is, what you hear on that tape is my incredible sense of humor, essentially. Those aren't napkins uh, rustling. Those aren't documents, even though I said they were. Yeah. (laughs) He's also countersuing Eugene Carroll, who he was a jury found that he sexually abused her and he is suing her for saying that he raped her. So, again, just, you know, deny loudly and aggressively. And yeah, but with no logic to this, no logic whatsoever. There's Mm -hmm. like you've already been it's it's confirmed what you've been what what's happened here but he's yeah. just going off because she's she's suing him again because when he denied it at the cnn town hall like the very next day that decision yeah. came in for the first so suits case on counter suits on suits and just tie everything up in the courts we're going to talk about food waste uh there is a new technology that might help with food waste Jeez. we'll talk about tom hanks's niece from the rita side yeah so, the wilson mm-hmm. side yeah. yeah 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 have you seen this you heard about this caitlin Claim to fame? No. Oh, buckle up. I was not aware of the show Claim to Fame before this clip. So this same, is same. She did them a real solid <laughs> this reaction. She was the first so it's a, a reality show where people come on, they have famous relatives, and the other famous relatives have to guess who they're related to. Oh. And she is the first eliminated and took it like a champ. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Took it like a champ. So we'll we'll listen to the to the reaction. That's it's a lot of fun. All of that, plenty more. But first, Caitlin, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Okay, so I looked up Shrek makeup. 
naturally. Mm. <laughs> because yeah, you did. Yeah, like I did. what that tone is? Like, what do you what is Shrek? Well, I'll tell you. Please. So someone had sent me a YouTube video. Ever heard of it? No. About no. wait, hold on. What? No. Mm-hmm. Big fan. YouTube rocks. So the <laughs> YouTube video. Hey guys, have you seen these YouTube videos? <laughs> YouTube rocks. <laughs> Their new marketing. Uh, <laughs> Got YouTube? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got two. So the YouTube video is, it's entitled Rating Shrek Movies Costumes on Historical Accuracy. So it's from, <laughs> it's incredible, right? It's from user Carolina Zabrowska, who I don't know, this is the only video of hers I've watched, but I'm guessing she's like an expert in clothes and history and mm-hmm. the clothes that people wore throughout history so she has watched all of the shrek movies and rated the costumes based on historical accuracy i was watching this and i was like wow this is great and it reminded me of something someone else sent me which was a link to shrek makeup so i had to google that and be like oh yeah remember shrek makeup so (laughs) it's from this company called revolution Uh and they have a whole line of Shrek makeup, and but when and by what I mean by that is eyeshadows that come in a case that looks like Shrek's head. Oh, okay. yo, well, yo, got... it looks like a Polly Pocket or something. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think some of the makeup is gr- you can get like green lipstick. I want to say. There's Fun. Um, oh yeah, they got the green lipstick. Swamp clay mask. What? <laughs> Gingerbread something Gingerbread highlighter? Yeah. Gingy the- highlighter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. makeup headband with the Shrek ears with the so Shrek when you pull ears. the hair back, you can That's still That's fun. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is for who? For Shrek fans who wear makeup. Yeah. Right, but Okay. <laughs> The top says, "Yeah, I'm sorry. What's uh, your sorry, question? Can we go up? Can we go up to the top of this page? It has Shrek collabo with Revolution, and then it says, Get out of my swamp.' Next yeah. to Shrek, is that is that like one of his catchphrases? Uh, yeah, he, okay. yeah, he does not like it when people are in his, are get in in his, his swamp. swamp. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he says, 'Get out.' It's there. just I, I think of like fun tween makeup stylings as." Not that not being the part of Shrek's personality that I want to emphasize. Well, clearly maybe, you haven't really. I don't get the angst <laughs> that drives one to you Shrek. Just <laughs> <laughs> you really need to get better acquainted with Shrek because if you were, you would know that this makes perfect sense. Mm. That people yeah, that you just want to be Shrek. You want that swamp aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I might try this. What is something, Caitlin, you think is overrated? I think that, and this might be controversial, but I think that nachos are overrated, <laughs> uh, especially the kind you get as like at a restaurant when they like load on a bunch of you know ground beef and cheese and cre- sour cream and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm. I think the flavors are good, but the execution is bad because they all get the chips get soggy almost immediately Mm. it is very hard to get a good like distribution of all the toppings onto one chip yeah because you got one that's like 
nothing but beef, which is going to be my new catchphrase. <laughs> nothing but beef. Podcast, nothing but beef. Yeah. Get out of my swamp. And if you come <laughs> in my swamp, there's nothing but beef here for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And then other ones, it's like, you know, only sour cream. It's just, I think, again, poorly executed. How how would you optimize? Because my biggest, gr- you know, gripe with bad nachos at a restaurant is it's all top heavy. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then, and so you have it all on top. And then underneath is just a bunch of dried chips. And then you got to kind of use those to like scrape at the top. I like when people layer them. I'm not, I'm not as mm-hmm. upset about the crunchiness because for me, I just want to have just shit on every chip basically is how I look yeah. at it. But how would you optimize if, if we're going to get around this? I think we just need to do, and this is a, this will become a surface area problem because you're mm-hmm. going to need a big ass tray. Yeah. But yeah. just like one single layer of chips. And then oh, the toppings wow. evenly distribute. So you're you're talking like a tray. It's going to need to be like 14 feet long. Yeah, three long. by three feet oh, kind of okay. thing. Smaller. Yeah. The best strategy I've ever witnessed, my friend Blake in high school, shout out Blake, went through and would put cheese on each chip and then a dollop of salsa, like on top of the cheese. And that would keep it from getting. And then you put it in the microwave. It is mm-hmm. very time intensive, but it is truly the best way to do nachos is think of each chip as its own moment, its own nacho that you are, as opposed to just dumping chips out and then like kind of haphazardly scattering toppings across. They're not just numbers on a spreadsheet, man. Yeah. They're individual Mm. chips. Yeah. I get it. Each chip is a moment. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Restaurant nachos are are a real mess. That Mm -hmm. I still love. I just vehemently Do you order them though? I feel like I have to there always needs to be one person who's really into nachos to order nachos. Should we do the nachos, guys? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of person. I'm like, well, you know, I was in like, because they look really good. And I'm like, yeah. fine, yeah, fuck it, get the nachos. Like, it's yeah, they always, always look good. But... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, are, but you go after nachos pretty consistently, Caitlin? No, I avoid them for the the reason that I think they're overrated. Oh, so if someone said, yeah. "Hey, should we get them?" You're like, "Let me just like... actually tell you why." <laughs> Oh, everyone open up I your say, phone. Um, this- actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I promised myself I wouldn't do this today, but. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, let's get whatever. I don't know. The sampler platter. Clearly, I'm only going to Applebee's like restaurants. I'm like, let's get the mozzarella sticks. But yeah. no nachos for me. Yeah. What a shame. I, I love to get some nachos. I like to. I, I have ordered nachos as a main course before. Wow! Brave. Just eat eat them by Pardon myself. Me. Pardon me. Fending <laughs> yeah. people off with my arms. <laughs> yeah. What uh? What's something that you think is underrated, Caitlin? I hope this ages well because anytime I'm like, wow, this man who I like, I I'll <laughs> say that, and then like a year or some amount of time later, he turns out to be a awful person. Yeah. Um. So hopefully. That's not the case for this person. But I think Wesley Snipes is underrated. I think he rocks. And I wish he had a more, a a career that was like still as illustrious as it was, you know, a few decades ago. Yeah. To like the, it really peaked in the like mid to late 90s there for him. Mm, Yeah. But so clearly, you know, you don't consider being a tax cheat being a terrible person. Because no, that's think... why we stopped liking them on this show. <laughs> yeah. We're like, hold people on, income should... tax evasion? No, no, not our king. 
I if look if I thought I could get away, and I'm also gonna regret saying this, but I if I could get away with tax evasion, because yeah. with the way the government's spending my money on too much military, etc., mm-hmm. I don't want to pay th- those taxes either if they're gonna be you know allocated to horrible shit. So yeah. I don't think that tax evasion is that bad of a crime. There I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's my inner Fed talking. Sorry. <laughs> Kind of been on a different one since earlier this week. I didn't know that. Did you know that his apartment was destroyed in the 9-11 attack? Oh, my gosh. No. no. Yeah. Just reading it wasn't right even now. in Manhattan. It, it was just, just said, yeah. he was so upset. He <laughs> says his apartment in New York was destroyed by the collapse of the World Trade Center's Twin Towers. He was Damn. on the West Coast. No at kidding. The time. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay, Wesley. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like what's your favorite Wesley Snipes film? Oh, my gosh. Well, I love Demolition Man. Thank you. Uh, and I he's also so great in Tuong Fu. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, Nazima Jackson. And wasn't that his character's name? In which one? In Tuong Fu. Wasn't it like Nazima Jackson? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's it. Yeah. And then I've only seen the first Blade movie. I have to watch the others. But he's great as a, mm-hmm. you know, half vampire slash vampire hunter. Daywalker. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the scientific term day walker and... <laughs> <laughs> promised myself i wouldn't say this but day walker <laughs> he, he has a line in blade some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill mm. that he according to the writer of that film wesley snipes just happened to be saying that he overheard him using it in conversation and was like, well, your characters probably say that, right? That's really cool. <laughs> so, like, he's That's just correct. actually, yeah. yeah. It's true. He is uh, Wesley Snipes, both on and off camera. Yeah. Love it. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about how Trump was just kidding on that tape. JK. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers in line and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year 
Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And so beginning of the week, CNN leaked the tape where Trump was like, look at these Pentagon documents I gave. They gave them to me. Isn't it bad that I'm showing them to you because I could have declassified them when I was president? But now I can't. And that's illegal. (laughs) And the person he was talking to was like, yeah, that's what did they say? They were like, yeah, it could be trouble. They're like, yeah, well, now it's a problem. (laughs) Now it's a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Huh? Can we get some cokes in here? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> that's nothing, nothing but beef. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what Thank I Thank you, said. Bazinga. So now in an ABC interview that happened on his plane, he said he was holding up newspaper articles and magazine clippings uh, while claiming they were classified documents to the person. Like, so he was just doing and then he's like i'm a messy i'm a messy man look i have, do- I have documents all over the place look at look at my desk right here on the plane and like was like so i, I have was just grabbing right things and being yeah. like oh look at this it's classified he and, said at one point he goes did i use the word plans what i'm referring <laughs> to is magazines newspapers plans of buildings i had plans of buildings you know building yeah. plans i had plans of a golf course yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. lots of plans there are things that are called plans that can Refer so, to anything. so you're so incoherent, you'll talk to somebody and say, Mark Milley wanted me to attack, attack Iran, and here are the plans on how to do that. Look at that. You see? And they go, ooh. But you're saying those are just a golf, those are golf course schematics, maybe? These are just other I think plans. it was a little bra- bravura, to be honest with you. I don't think bravura. Bra- braggadocia. So it's bravado. Like you, yeah. Bravado. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. In, in addition to not passing any sort of logic test, like from a legal perspective, even if he was holding up newspaper articles, like he is still making it clear that he recognized that he had classified documents and sharing them would be a problem. And then which I think previously his explanation was that he just like didn't know it was bad. And then right. also it just like who made this tape? Wasn't it the people who were there made the tape? Like won't aren't doesn't that indicate that they are cooperating witnesses already and can be like no he was show- he wasn't showing us a time magazine 
Yeah. With him on the cover. Because like, then he, it's like a non-issue. You're like, I don't know, right. this dude's lost it. He said these were plans to like, attack Iran, and he was holding a little a flip book. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he was at. I think it's just, I mean, you know, CNN released them, but I think Trump leaked them. I think he's the one that leaked them when you really think about it. Because this is like he did the same thing with the Ukraine call. When all that was coming out, they're like, what, what was going on in that call? He goes, before he was like, get the transcripts out. Look at the transcripts. And then he released them. And everyone's like, this is fucking bad for you, bro. Yeah. And I think he has this pattern of of like say, like wanting to just get the shit out there. So then he thinks he's getting ahead of it. But really, it's just so incriminating that it just looks <laughs> terrible on his part. And it just, I don't know, it follows that same logic path for him of being like, they say it's bad. Get the tapes out. And from... Like things I've been reading, that like that evidence had been floating around the his like legal team since like March, right? So I don't know. Rather than being able to, because right now all he's doing is like this. Jack Smith did this because he's bad and mean. But yeah, I think this fall this this falls into the same pattern of here. This thing that doesn't exonerate me exonerates me. Is it like when serial killers like want to be caught, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, please do me in. Please just yeah. take like me away. Like when they call the, you know, newspaper and they're like, I've left a bunch of clues. I'm the Zodiac killer. <laughs> they're like, oh, did you not know caught? about metadata, BTK guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know how to block your number when you call a police station? Yeah. I th- like BTK killer got caught because he was like sending clues that were just had the metadata of like what computer they were coming from like mm. attached right. to them and people were at first like ah he was doing that on purpose because he wanted to get caught and then the deeper people looked they were like no he was just dumb like he yeah. just didn't didn't know that he mm. thought he was smarter than he was which always seems to be the case with the extremely wealthy and with with trump in particular mm-hmm. but yeah i do like the idea of him leaking them it, it's it does it's similar to like the guy who the the submarine guy who's like telling all these lies about how safe the submarine was but then like he got on the submarine so like he, both he told it. lies and then convinced himself with his lies that it was safe mm-hmm. enough to go down there so yeah like yeah i i can oh, totally yeah. the only people that trump is talking to on a day-to-day basis are yes men like yeah. just sycophants surrounding him. Mm-hmm. so it's totally plausible that he leaked it and was like this will show them well it's the same way too like if on that tape he's like look at this he's like i win my case and people are like yeah because they were trying to insurrect you even before you were insurrected they're like what are you just saying back to him right now like it's just a bunch of nonsense yeah so and then you know so articles are speculating this could signal his new legal strategy where he's claiming that he was showing different documents than he was but it really feels like his He's just telling lies that get him to the end of whatever conversation he's in at the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's as far in advance. He's just keeping the plates spinning. Basically, That's what's kind of interesting, because I know, Jack, you've been talking a lot. I don't know if it was on mic or off mic, just about his intent with keeping the documents and what that is and how confounding it is to people. It's like, what, what is it? And then even now you're like, it may just be that this dude is just such a fucking braggart that he's like. I got to have these things, too. And it's there. a few people started writing articles about, like, how how is the prosecution? Like, what are they going to say his intent is or whatever? And it's like it might just be as easy as 
this guy doesn't think the fucking rules apply to him. And he likes to bandy about these like sensitive documents to like wow people. He thought it was a cool thing to have yeah. in his office, you know, <laughs> or in his bathroom. That's his new case. legal defense. Yeah. Your Honor, he thought it would be a cool thing to have to show to people. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like truly. And like that, that is kind of the most defensible interpretation, but it also does feel like it might be that stupid. It's just he thought. <laughs> this was cool yeah, and was trying to impress women with it. Which just shows like how he's in this phase right now. He's just going, he's trusting his worst instincts and just doubling down on them right now. Like you'd imagine with all these trials going on or all this like legal jeopardy he's in just to be like, just shut the fuck up or whatever, but he can't. And I think it's only making him a little like you're just like with release potentially leaking this tape and how he's handling that. It just seems like he's all out of sorts. And even like with this E. Jean Carroll thing, like he's just yeah. going back to like, oh, you sue me? I'm going to sue you. And you're like, yeah. but for what, dude? This doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Like you're just giving your lawyers money for nothing right now. Yeah. Her saying the word rape sullied his otherwise sterling reputation after <laughs> a jury had just found out that he sexually found that he sexually abused her. Right. Is, and they're splitting the hairs of like legal case. semantics, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is all again, like I said at the top, this happened right after E. Jean Carroll won the $5 million in the first defamation case. He did that town hall and just opened himself up for another lawsuit. And he's like, she's lying. She's a whack job. I don't even know her. It's not true. And they're like, sir, you just got in trouble for saying this. Yeah. And she's like, and now she's coming for $10 million, which, yeah, may probably probably win that one, too. But, yeah, this is just all I think it, it just shows that. I think he's like in this place now where he has to just get one over or attack other people and no one's even telling him, just maybe not this one, but I guess yeah. his lawyer's like, fine, we'll go to court and look even stupider than we already have to. Yeah. Let's talk food waste. There's mm-hmm. th- there's always horrifying stats about just the amount of food that actually goes uneaten, like uh, the food that's produced, like 40% mm-hmm. of food is wasted in the United States? Yeah, of on Earth. So roughly 1.3 billion metric tons of food produced in the world goes uneaten. Yeah, 40% of that is right here. It's approximately 130 billion meals, if you add it up, like what that means, but just from United States waste alone. And then on top of it, transporting the uneaten food in the United States This puts about the same amount of carbon dioxide emissions into the atmosphere as 42 coal-fired power plants. So just like putting it in the trash and having them take the trash. And moving it around. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a fucking like never-ending cycle. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm definitely guilty of like, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've had like a bag, like a third of a bag of broccoli florets just fucking like dying in the back of my refrigerator. And I'm like congealing into like broccoli jelly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like the Uh, bag is looking back at me. It was like, we were rooting for you. (laughs) I was like, I know I'm so fucked this up again. I know I wasn't supposed to do this. But Yeah. yeah. So apparently now there's a student at SMU. Uh, like invented a way to monitor in real time if food has begun to spoil. And it's just about like monitoring pH levels. So if a food has a higher pH level than normal, like a normal range, that would indicate spoiled food because then like fungi, bacteria can like proliferate in those kinds of environments. So those sudden changes can help tip people off about to be like, oh, there might be some food spoilage. And this student basically like 
created a strip that you could put into like food packaging. Like it's really small. It's not like some gigantic electronic thing, like just using, you know, very simple electronics to measure like all of the concentration of like hydrogen, like in a in a given uh, container or something like that. And you can picture a system where like these things are scanned, they send a measurement back to a computer and you can begin to understand like, oh, this is about to spoil. This is fine. This has this much shelf life. Uh, and potentially, I'd imagine like for at home, too, because there's times when in my mind, I feel like I'll, I'll throw away things, not all the time, but when I see like the expiration date, my first yeah. instinct is it's over. But then the immigrant mother who's yelled at me all my life was like, smell it first. Oh, yeah, that that's that's you got thing. to. And then I get up in it and then I'm like, OK, if it's got that sulfuric smell, then maybe it's gone. But yeah, I've eaten just... so much expired, quote unquote, expired oh, for sure. food. And I've also eaten food that definitely was expired and rotting. And but I was like, <laughs> I can't throw this away. Oh, so you're on the other side. Like you will you will go down with the ship. I mean, for, I am a Titanic, a Titanic fan. Yeah, I have to. to um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it depends on dairy. No, I won't. But like I've eaten <laughs> okay. like definitely past its prime avocados bananas like yeah. produce i'm more likely to yeah to fuck with if it is actively rotting also i think that most of the food waste that does get thrown out is actually uneaten nachos because they're too soggy yeah. and no yeah. one yeah. <laughs> so you know yeah that's right it all comes and back to nacho that. waste just send them my way nacho waste is in its own category yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> they actually don't count it because three point be five billion metric tons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People don't yeah. want to know. It's, it's, it's the dark, the dark side of food waste. Yeah, this but definitely yeah, makes sense. It's always felt like when you, when you take a step back, like the idea that we just have this like estimate on the food packaging, and then the only other option is like I don't know, maybe taste it. See if like it makes you a little bit sick, right? And if it doesn't, then you can probably have a little bit more. Or just to optimize too, to know like at a certain point of like moving produce to be like actually it needs to go to market now. And if it can't yeah. go to like a store, then send it to some kind of food pantry that can make use of the food, right? Like, but just to get ahead of it, rather than like, oh the the shipment arrived and it's all fucked. Yeah, got to throw it away now. Send the trucks in to drive you know, 42 coal, coal fired power plants worth of emissions across the country. Well, there's that, what's the thing? There might be a few of them, but there's like a food delivery imperfect service. Foods, yeah, imperfect foods. Yeah. yeah. Because like a lot of grocery stores won't sell food that they deem like ugly or if it's right. like misshapen or if a carrot ha like looks like a penis. You've seen those. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. They won't sell them in the grocery store. And then most of that food gets thrown away. Yeah. So, yeah. There's all these things that we could be doing to eliminate food waste. And on the other end of it, I think that someone really needs to invent Mr. Fusion from Back to the Future 2. Yes. yes. To, yeah. to use the food to, waste. To the food, yeah, the food that is, like, does need to be thrown away. We can recycle it and turn it into is it fueling because all our all of our All of our memories of the Mr. Fusion on the back of that DeLorean is putting a banana peel in the Mr. Fusion? Yeah. It's a, yeah, banana peel, like, maybe, like, a crumpled up napkin and then yeah. a can of, I want to say, like, Miller High Life or something. <laughs> something <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. The thing, like, it's also super, like, you know, I know in France, they they passed the law, like, in the last couple of years that's basically saying, like, a supermarket, like, large grocery stores, it is illegal for you to throw food out. 
Like that's yeah. unsold. Yeah, that's how it should be. You have to donate it. Whereas like we see constant things like on TikTok, you see like workers being like, look how much shit we just threw away at Starbucks. Like, Ugh. look at all this or grocery stores and things like that. And then we lock it up because we don't want people to access it because of this, that and the other. But I mean, there's so many ways to like optimize this. But, you mm -hmm. know, I think I think one one good step is for people just to have an idea of like when food is spoiling. Granted, this yeah. solution is for like a larger like industrial level. Right. So two quick pitches. Mm hmm. Mm. One, the instead of being a subtle little strip, it's a countdown clock that makes a dramatic sound with every yes. second that goes by, like the 24. Like 24, like yeah. 24 it's like, ding, yeah. And when you get within the last hour, it's like a really stressful countdown clock. Right. Oh, it's and like then, in the in Lost when they have to put the numbers in the computer. Yeah. Like, and they wait yeah, too exactly. long. It's like, hey, yeah. motherfucker. It's like your fridge starts <laughs> Start, shaking. The food starts shaking a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not cost effective, but if it, if they could figure it out. Yeah. And then the other, I thought you were going to say this with, with, I guess you pitched Mr. Fusion, probably a better <laughs> idea, but I thought you were going to say someone needs to invent a company that only sends out dick-shaped carrots. Because oh, I did oh, try and get venture capital funding saying. for that. Stop trying to launch this business, Jack, on the show. We've <laughs> had to edit this out every time you mention it. <laughs> and we're only, I feel like we can't edit around it this time, but I we're mean, not. Who else is tired of using the carrot peeler to just peel it down so it looks exactly like a dick every time? <laughs> what if the carrots already came in that shape, you know? Mm. And and I would be the head of it, the philosopher king, Rene <laughs> Dick Carrots. Like Descartes, it's a Cartesian thing. Don't worry about it. Anyway, oh, that, wow. Philosophy. That yeah. was good. Dick <laughs> Carrot. Uh, Rene Dick Carrot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but no, Mr. Uh, Fusion, probably a better idea. But are, are you, are you, how are you with the food waste, Jack? I feel like I, when I waste food, it's because of a personal fit, like a disconnect between my purchasing decisions and the act of, like my actual ability to have the energy to prepare the food when yeah. it comes time to. Yeah. This made me like Google. There's a Mayo Clinic article seven ways to reduce food waste and like they they talk about just taking an inventory before you go to the store or just like generally <laughs> simple shit that i would the never simplest that thing that i would do what i the, uh, every time i've overbought it was because i didn't like oh do a so much butter enough inventory yeah i overbuy butter <laughs> so much half full butter things yeah but yeah i i don't know butter and produce i feel like i always I don't know. I, I have learned now, like we used to buy these like tubs of mixed greens. It was right. like, well, we're going to eat some fucking salad, salad, yeah. everything. Every meal we eat is just going to be a nice, fresh, prepared salad as the base this week. Yeah. And I, I gave up on that like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I think one of the things on that list should be like have real expe realistic expectations about like what you're actually going yeah. to eat or have the energy to prepare because i'll buy a bunch of like six bananas in a bundle and i'm like let's be real caitlin you're not going to eat a banana every day for six days in a row you're just not that healthy but right? know yourself because our family has never had a banana spoil on us like our, wow. i think mainly because kids love yeah. bananas and like they're just a thing 
They they are like the original snack food that has its own wrapping. You can just throw it in a backpack and you know break it out. I didn't so, realize your children were minions. Yeah, they are. <laughs> my, my youngest is kind of a minion. Wait, do they eat bananas or something? What's minions that? love bananas? bananas. Miles, oh shit, but bananas. Right, never, never Did mind. you just never ask? Mind. Never mind. 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 Never mind. Oh my god, sir! <laughs> Why wow. did I fucking open my mouth? <laughs> just wait you're gonna look back in three four years and be amazed like, at your ignorance when i was <laughs> pm pre-minion life yeah mm-hmm. yeah i know i know but i but, think the one thing that like i've i've gotten better at doing is knowing when shit's gotten bad and then figuring out a way to fucking throw it all together yeah, yeah like yeah. the other day i've made a bunch of like i overbought taco meat like you know i went to the carniceria like i got like prepared carne asada and things like that i thought a lot of people were going to be eating half the people were like already ate so i had all this like meat left over and like vegetables and things i was going to grill i just turned that shit into a big taco soup yeah uh, soup and i was like and I, I dodged a waste bullet yeah soup and smoothies are the key to like when something's spoiling when, when the alarm starts going off it's like ding 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 right. and like right. the container starts shaking in your in your refrigerator <laughs> it's time to get the blender out or it's time to get the you know slow cooker out mm-hmm. and just dump that in there the the mayo clinic we'll link off to the mayo clinic article in the footnotes Footnote. because it, it also is like here's a just basic soup recipe like just have these things on hand and you can always just dump like whatever your leftover things are in into 100%. a pot with this stuff Greens, throwing greens in a smoothie, like throwing the mixed salad in with like some bananas and berries and, you know, almond milk. That that works pretty well. It's a oh, good way mm-hmm. to just choke down some, some, <laughs> some uh, old salad. lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> some old lettuce. Disguise oh, this arugula smoothie's hitting. <laughs> mm, yeah, like when, when you were like, oh, yeah, uh, soups and, and, sh- and smoothies, I thought you were going to say that you should make a taco smoothie. Yes. And then oh. that reminded me of ham shake. Ham shake. Oh, so just a callback. Yeah. Just an excuse little, to call back to ham shake. The ham shake. I mean, give us your recipes, folks. Let us yeah. know. Specifically, Please. if you have a recipe for a ham shake that you think yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. And then we are going to introduce you to our favorite new niece of Tom Hanks. Ne- we'll, we'll be right back. Nepo niece? What do you call that? Nepo niece. I only speak Nepo niece. <laughs> Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... 
first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER And we're back and claim to fame. You know, sometimes you just got to hand it to the networks when they come up with a premise and it is like, you guys know what you're good at. This mm-hmm. is that that you you have done a nice job with this one. This is a reality show I just became aware of where it's a bunch of people who are related to famous people. And they but that is like who they're related to is a secret. And then they're like, they have to like game it out and try and guess who the other one is. And once somebody stands up in front of God and everyone <laughs> and the, the panel, the uh, non-famous out. Jonas Brothers who host the show and stand up and they say, I think your famous relative is, if they guess it right, oh, please, your ass is gone. What if you and miss, though? Are you gone? You best not up? miss. You come no, for but the I mean, king. Are, are there rules? You come like for the though? king's cousin's nephew. <laughs> you best not miss. <laughs> best not miss. You come for the king's wife's sister's niece. <laughs> niece on that side, yes. then yeah. But yeah, this show. Uh, again, this prepare yourself because as the writer strike goes on, you're only going to start getting this yeah. unscripted like <sighs> drama of just spectacle bullshit. But this was quite the spectacle. Um, how, how do we set this up? So it's the first episode of season two or, you know, one of the early episodes of season two. Nobody's been voted off yet. And wait, season somebody, two, season two, baby. Oh, we're way behind. Okay. And the first, like for the first time in this season, maybe it's the first episode. I have to assume for pacing purposes, this is the first episode. Yeah. Somebody says, I think I got it folks and stands up across from a young woman and says i think your famous relation is tom hanks tom Hanks. and they then turn to the screen and it is revealed she is the niece of tom hanks and therefore eliminated from the show and And then we get a great a great moment of 
Just a measured response, I think. A measured response from yeah. her. Boy. <laughs> Damn. But she's walking away. It's so freaking obvious. Freaking Ben, check the freaking poster of the freaking Forrest Gump. Are you kidding me? Right now, she's upset because one of the clues was about, like, one clue was that the, like, there was a movie poster that featured a bench. And she's like, why would you do that? Fucking benches. That's what she's screaming about benches right now. Yeah. Okay. She's screaming, she's screaming, she's screaming, she's screaming. Why a bench? Why a bench? There's literally no reference to benches on any other movie. Even Gabriel found that out. He's not even like smart. Oh, for real? <laughs> That's cold. They show Gabriel. He's like, what? I didn't even get to do any challenges. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have that level of drama for the first guess off on my claim to fame bingo card. I don't deserve this. Yes. I should have more camera time. I should be here longer. And we're only on guess off number one. I think the right choice was made. No one expected oh. that. No one. No one expected that. <laughs> no one. No one. Oh, so she wanted wow. more screen time so that she could be not just the the niece of Tom Hanks. She is she trying to be the next Tom Hanks? I, I feel know. like every relative goes on this show being like, one day Tom Hanks is probably going to go on this show. And people are going to be like, I don't know who, who that loser's related to. And then <laughs> it'll be revealed it's me. And everyone will be like, whoa! whoa. You're Tom. You're that lady's uncle. Time. <laughs> that is such a, like, as someone who is watching people raise kids, like, I'm seeing how that this form of behavior has probably been happening forever. Like, to like, be like, I should have got this. And you're like, no, you, you you came on a show, okay? This isn't, we're not talking about human rights here. You came <laughs> on a game show where you were using what little leverage you had to make yourself appealing to a television network to get on a show. And guess what? The The context of it was people are going to try and guess who you're related to. And mm. you, you had your you had your moment there. I don't deserve this. I should have had more. Ca- I should have more camera time is just a two sentence summation of a whole like 40 percent of the population. I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Do Not a great it. look. Not a great look. But hey, we love to see this. And again, this is probably like I'm sure after like this clip is going like viral on the Internet. They're like, Yes. OK. If we just get a bunch of people to embarrass themselves in their real <laughs> lives in a reality show, maybe we don't need writers. And this is right. our new entertainment. Weird yeah. schadenfreude. So I had a meltdown. <laughs> the irony now is that this is her claim to fame. Yeah. This meltdown. <laughs> yeah. You are going to get more camera time. Because this clip will be played over and over and over again. Yeah. And you'll be known as the scary person who had a complete breakdown because you didn't didn't get to compete in any challenges on a show that most of us didn't even know existed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the irony is that (laughs) had you not done this, honestly, we wouldn't even known you were on the show. So in a way, you did help yourself. So maybe she's actually a genius. And this was all a very calculated thing to do what do you what could her next step what could her next move be (laughs) i have to say i do think it's a it's an easy clue and i have to think 
that the producers of the show were like, all right, we got to get her out of here. Burn the uh, the dead weight. She's kind of not fun to watch on on camera. But the, this is the best use of someone who's not fun to watch on camera. I'd argue she is fun to watch. I guess she is. Yeah, that's they <laughs> they know? fucked up, actually. Yeah. So this is the producers of this show fucking up. Her response after the episode, uh, she posted on Instagram, so I had a meltdown. Say what you want. I'm <laughs> not yeah. spoiled or entitled or crazy. I can just be a little expressive and vocal, shall we say. <laughs> Deflecting from the moment you step in the house is not easy when everyone already suspects who you are. I just... It's, I'm sorry. it's so funny. Like the premise of the show is so funny because this is the first time she's ever been around a group of strangers or and like probably a lot of these people have ever been around a group of strangers where they haven't found an ability, like found a way. Her her life skill is finding a way within three seconds to seamlessly drop that she is the niece of Tom Hanks. Right, 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 right. By marriage <laughs> to her mom, who is Rita Wilson's sister. Yeah, I I didn't realize Rita Wilson's name was not Rita. Well, I'm just like looking and I'm just like trying to look and learn more about this family. Her name is Margarita Ibrahimov. There you go. Oh, yeah. wow. And she's like a Greek. Uh, She's Greek. And I think her father is like Albanian. But anyway, it's just like. And then also, this is what's funny is to think that this woman and Chet Hanks are cousins. Yes. Which tracks what's that fucking <laughs> what? What are these part? What are these events like? Because I've seen two people now colin yeah. hanks seems the most put together of all the Hanks previous marriage yeah obviously yes we let's not uh-huh. let's not mix that up but yeah <laughs> now to see the the wilson cohort come in, like, okay we got the wilson Chet cohort hanks. is strong that blood yeah. is strong i think, I think that specific those genetics are the ones that are popping off i think yeah I would watch you know. a show with this niece, whatever her name is, still don't even know, and uh, Chad Hanks just like hanging out and being yeah. scary. Okay. They're, so here's angry more, at each other. More of her response. My uncle is awesome, and he has known and experienced my tantrum since I was a kid. He would actually imitate me have a meltdown as a kid. That's like, you can't really, that's Can you kind have some of self-awareness here. That's kind of like mean spirited for Tom Hanks to be imitating a child having a meltdown. Yeah. So it suggests that it was like really like noticeable and like someone was like, someone's got to do something. Like, how do we? I know it's not a good look, but I really wanted to play along with the rest of the cast. Hope I made you laugh at least until I make you dot, 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 laugh again. Oh, closing with the hashtag justice for Carly. Cool. No. Wow. No, no. Are you justice. serious? Yeah. <laughs> justice fuck you. No, you don't fucking know justice, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here with Christ. that shit. Wow. Justice for Carly shit. <laughs> she really, she really is. She really thinks the world is against her. That's what's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. But then there is something to like thinking of like your tantrums are so bad, adults were like coming out of their character to mock you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if yeah. Tom Hanks is like, you know, actually, I feel a little bad that I went on. I'm like, well, I want a piece of cake. And yeah. made her cry even harder. <laughs> yeah. You know, I shouldn't have done right. that. I shouldn't have done that. But he's like, she does. She just does this every time, Rita. She does it every time. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what your sister tells her. He's <sighs> using his powers of acting to, like, try and put up a mirror in front of a child. Oh, no. Right. Mm-hmm. This is like, what you look is... like right now. Like, just I just want to, like, give it back to you. See if, like, maybe seeing it on a grown man, like, that it kind of <laughs> comes together. <laughs> 
for you that this is unacceptable behavior. Yeah. But because he doesn't recognize that, like, her whole life is that she is Tom Hanks's niece. Therefore, like, that interaction becomes formative. Yeah. And therefore... Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, that's my thing, actually. People think right. it's hilarious when I just, like, go off. Are, are you and your uncle close? Yeah. I mean, like, he mocks me all the time for crying. <laughs> like, we're so close. Huh? Wow. I, I'm speechless. Yeah. I mean, look, there's really not much else to say, but I, I wish you luck, Carly. Not justice, but luck. Mm -mm. Yes. Mm -mm. And I feel like some startup company will find some weird niche way to put her in an ad campaign. I think that's going to be the heights, the highest heights she's going to hit with this. Mm. Right. Like a tissue company. Uh, like, I hey. feel like we've already <laughs> forgotten about like I yeah. we just did this story. I just watched the clip for the fourth time today. I couldn't pick her out of a crowd, to be honest with you. But <laughs> yeah, may, well, maybe hey. they will. I hope not. Reeve said that her ever affable uncle was aware of her plans to appear on the show ahead of time and even approved of it explaining that he was just like, best of luck, that's awesome. I don't know yeah. if that's like wow. a full-throated endorsement of the plan. <laughs> no, it's Best probably of like, luck is usually a pretty... That's a nice way of saying, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Best of luck is the most polite way of saying, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, for real? Well, best of luck. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you. Go ahead. And I think that's what's interesting. Like, you know that he probably ne didn't necessarily need to approve, like, legally. She was probably just being like, I don't want to embarrass you, but I have to do this because of my unending, you know, desire for attention or celebrity status. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't Yeah, Go ahead, man. If you just want <laughs> if you want people to fucking see who you really are. Yeah. Good. Best of luck. This isn't going to end how you think. He probably was even like, yeah, all right. Off <laughs> she's you go your by like some influencer marketer agent and she's gonna reach out to her uncle and be like hey my people actually wanted to reach out to see if there's like something we could do together uncle tom i feel <laughs> like he's like no thanks best Pass. of luck <laughs> <laughs> caitlin as always uh, such a pleasure having you on the show yeah where can people find you follow you all that good stuff it is my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You can follow me on the various uh, hell websites slash social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. Where, even TikTok! Yeah, I did try to, I was trying to have a presence there for a while. And by that, I mean about five days. And then I gave up but i'll go back to it sometime anyway across all platforms you can follow me at caitlin durante and um yeah that's uh that's that is there a work of media sorry i'm eating a plantain what are you eating right now <laughs> plantain it's gonna go to waste i know i gotta i gotta eat it i'm i'm the this story you always really eat at the end of the show <laughs> i know man because i'm hungry like your calories are just burning burning caloric energy. yeah caloric intake gotta mm. up it is, is there a work of media that you've been enjoying <laughs> oh this is a movie that came out a, a few months ago, but if you have a chance to see it, I imagine it'll be on a streaming platform soon. But the movie How to Blow Up a Pipeline, yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed, and I think Great. people should check it out. Yeah, it's awesome. Is it still in theaters? If, I, if it's I don't in think theaters so. near you, so. check it out. If it's streaming, check it out. It's really good. Miles, where can people find you? 
Is there a work of media you've been? Uh, yeah, yeah, there is actually. Uh, at Miles of Gray on those websites with the at little symbols. Uh, also, if you like basketball, check Jack and I out on Miles and Jack got mad boosties. And also, if you like trash reality shows, ones that are actually a little bit better than Claim to Fame, like 90 Day Fiance, uh, come check out 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra and I. Uh, let's see. Uh, works of media, it's really. Once we started talking about the Grimace Shake and those TikTok videos, so many of y'all have been tagging Jack and I in more TikTok videos of people having the Grimace Shake. And I'm just, just all of that. The whole wave. Like, now there's write-ups now about being like, the new TikTok trend is this Grimace Shake thing. Yeah. It's just, I love seeing that, like, us as older people were like, there's something weird about this. And it's good to see that Gen Z and the younger people were like, this is where we're taking it. Because one yeah. of the latest ones I saw was just like, it looked like paranormal activity. Yeah, shit. they did a great job with that one. <laughs> so all the all the Grimace Shake content, that's what I'm that's what I'm laughing at right now. And send me your ham shake content. Yeah. yeah. That's that's right. That's what's next. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A tweet I've been in. First of all, have you ever seen this movie Nashville? You ever heard about that? I had not. Mm. No. I had heard of it, but I hadn't actually watched it. And it's very good. Robert Altman's Nashville. So check that out. Norm Charlatan tweeted uh, $16 worth of insight here and just a screen cap of a Twitter interaction between two blue check marks and then a non-blue check mark. Uh, Dale Partridge said, Prediction. If they ever remake The Sandlot, there will be a girl on the team. She will play the hero figure and she will hit the home run to win the game. And then another blue check mark comes in. Vicar of Christ comes in and says, not only that, but all the guys will be total losers and she will have to single-handedly win the game for them all. And then Ben K came in and was like, unclear if you're accidentally or ironically describing the plot of Bad News Bears, a movie that's nearly 50 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, woke shit is out of control. Oh, man. (laughs) Was that Tatum O'Neill? Yeah, it was Tatum O'Neill. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnote. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Hey, Miles, what's the song that you think people might enjoy? Oh, we I've been playing this uh, on and off behind the scenes and i've been i just love nia archives we did a georgia smith remix of a nia archives track i think at the end of the last week uh and there's dropped a new track on us called off with your heads w-i-v-y-a-h-e-a-d-z and it's basically a remix of the yeah yeah yeah's track heads will roll uh where you hear karen o saying off with your heads but it's just a straight up jumble remix uh and it's it goes hard yeah it's yeah. like a hard rave version, but it's just, I don't know, great energy. Uh, so check it out. Off with your heads, Nia Archives. Check it out. All right. We will link off to that in the footnotes. Oh, the no. Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. Mm-hmm. That is going to do it for us this morning, back this afternoon, to tell you what is trending. And we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. 
Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.